Well, here we are in the studio at Philippi Church with a couple of awesome friends and guests uh, today, the Philippi Conversations podcast, and we are going to talk about something called Mina Metrics. And if you're listening and you're not sure what that is, hopefully you'll have a good uh, understanding of what Mina Metrics is. Um, just to kind of tip my hand a little bit in case you're thinking about clicking away or whatever, it's it's a discipleship tool um, that you guys are developing, uh, to, to help pastors and help church leaders better care for, uh, their, um, their, their sheep. I know it's not your official tagline, but that's my own verbiage, uh, of, of essentially what it is, I believe. And, and so super excited. I think it, it fits so well in what we try to do on this podcast, which is to take ministries that need to be highlighted and, and need to, mm-hmm. to, to be understood and, and fleshed out that we don't have the time to maybe you know um, talk about on a Sunday and to be able to sit down and have a conversation in a comfortable setting like this and flesh okay. it out. And so that's kind of what we we typically do. Um, we've gosh, we've done all kinds of things on this podcast. We did last one was on uh, Christian plays. We've done them on on music. We've done them on uh, nonprofit organizations and all kinds of different things. So let me uh, let me just kind of start by introducing you guys, and then I want to give you a chance more to introduce yourselves. Um, but just for those watching. Um, Jeremy Neff and Aaron Beamish are both pastors, but vocationally, uh, they are they carry many roles. One of those roles is that you guys pastor at Heritage Christian Fellowship in Medford, Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. Where I used to work for six years. We we shared yeah. uh, we shared a wall and uh, and a lot of yeah. laughs and good times and a lot of tears and all that. Um, <laughs> and uh, and now you guys are what we call um, like a provisional elder at Philippi, meaning you guys mm-hmm. are continuing to operate. Uh, as oversight and in, in, um, mm-hmm. in kind of a board role here at Philippi, which has been such a, a grace for us as a church plant. Um, and then in addition, addition to that, you guys are starting Minometrics, which is super exciting. So why don't you guys maybe just start by giving me a, a quick introduction to yourselves, and maybe that'll lead in a little bit to kind of why you decided to start this, uh, you know, Minometrics in the first place. So maybe, Jeremy, take us off. Yeah, you bet. Well, I've uh, <clears throat> I've been a pastor for twenty four years now, um, and uh, the first eleven years I was church planning out in Cave Junction. Then I took a position at Heritage in, in Medford, and um, I've been pastoring there. I'm married. I got three kids. Uh, my my oldest is having her first baby and uh, grandchild on the way, so that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but ultimately what what ended up happening is when I came to Heritage I got invited to go to a gospel coalition uh, conference in Florida and for anybody that knows the gospel coalition they put out incredible content I was really mm-hmm. excited about the training and uh, the breakout session that I was supposed to go to was was on how to make disciples or how to create a disciple making culture within the church and they had they had brought in a, a guest speaker from Australia to do the training on that and i was telling the, the pastor on the, that i was traveling with on the way man what i'm really hoping is that when we can get there the question that's burning in my mind is um what is a disciple like how do you know when you've made a disciple <laughs> and uh, and then you know we're, we're supposed to take disciples make them and then send them out so that they can go make other disciples like mm-hmm. What what's the point at which you know where that has taken place? You know, so I, I, anyway, I went to this conference. The guy's talking. He basically says, you know, the way that you know you're making disciples is if disciples are making more disciples. I was like, okay, well, that seems a little bit circular, but I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but how, 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 
you know, stick my hand up in the air. <laughs> Just be that guy. In the yeah. Class. I'm like, uh, okay, awesome. That's, I want to know that too. You know, yeah. how do, how do we, how do we make this happen? Uh, what is a disciple? How do you know when you made one? And at what point do you send them out to make other disciples? And um, he said, well, if there's a problem doing that, then there's a problem with the leadership. And I'm like, again? <laughs> Another question. Amen. <laughs> I recognize I'm the problem. <laughs> I should know this. I'm 11 years into being a pastor. I think this is a part of my job. <laughs> and uh, and I, so I'm like, okay, but how do you know? And he said, come talk to me afterwards. And at the end of the day, I, I started to try and talk to him. He kept dodging me. And I realized he doesn't have an answer. Mm. And I, I, I don't, I didn't have an answer either. So mm-hmm. I'm not better than him in, in any yeah. way, shape or form. But we were in the same struggle. Yeah. And, uh, and so that really started this process for me of like, okay, I, Jesus has called us to make disciples. It, it, it's commanded. That means we need to figure out what that looks like and get some real metrics around how that gets accomplished because mm-hmm. this is what God has called us to. So uh, it was another probably decade after that that I I, I continued um, thinking about chewing on those things. And uh, in 2021, uh, we put together like a focus group at our church and I had men and and some really godly gals that came together and we started hashing out discipleship at for our church. Like what is this, what are the necessary components and what does it mean to grow in the likeness of, of Jesus? And from that, I had all of that sort of source material and then I went on sabbatical and I was gone for three months and I just had some white space mm-hmm. to begin thinking about how, what does it look like to help people assess where they're at as disciples, where they're at in their growth journey, and um, and and give them an understanding of of where they're where they are in relationship to growing mm-hmm. in the likeness of Christ. Yeah. So that's that's been my journey. Yeah. And my name's Aaron, and I am uh, been in pastoral ministry for about eight years now, uh, in the executive pastor role. Before that, I have a, about 10 years in healthcare administration, with an advanced degree in that, and a black belt and Six Sigma, and all that fun stuff that in that world really <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Gonna pretend and like here I know it does it. <laughs> but, um, but that was my background, and, and I had uh, ministry wasn't necessarily on my radar mm-hmm. um, until I started to feel the Lord pulling my heart, pulling my attention mm. um, out of the, the healthcare setting. Uh, and into pastoral ministry. And uh, man, I've just been so blessed to serve alongside you godly men, and mm. it's been such a gift. Um, I've got a bride who I've been married to for 20 years and three beautiful kids. And um, I think the Sunday when Jeremy came back from his sabbatical and started sharing about discipleship, what discipleship looks like at Heritage, what, what the vision was, um, he provided... A, a hard copy document of, of a personal assessment said, Hey, take this survey and, uh, and see kind of where, where, where you measure up in terms of your spiritual growth and development. And so I'm sitting there next to my bride, taking notes and start going through this personal assessment. And as I was looking through it, I, I was about ready to stick my results back into my Bible. And I had, I had this thought, which was, 
how many other things have I shoved in this Bible and <laughs> forget about and don't circle back around to, right? And so that that like your tithe, <laughs> it's like ten, ten months worth right. just stuffed in the back. Yes, yeah. where is your? I have Bible, a whole bunch of checks in my Bible. Um, but that kind of started me on this journey of of thinking, man, this is such a valuable resource mm. to be able to introspectively between just me and God sit down and take a, a an inventory of of where I am with Him in my my spiritual journey. Mm. Um, there feels like this should be something that is more accessible mm -hmm. than just for the people that were there on that Sunday. Mm -hmm. seems like something that should not necessarily be put in my Bible, and then when I'm purging stuff later, just toss it. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of took us down this road of, man, what is in discipleship, in helping lead a church and a congregation, how do we do this well? How do we define it? How do we um, how do we measure it if we yeah. can? Yeah. And so that's really where um, Minometrics kind of started. Yeah, yeah. You, you digitized the survey mm -hmm. and then um, created sort of a, a, a place where not only would people get the survey, but then uh, in response to the results of the survey in the categories where they recognized a deficit or there was a need for growth, they could get resources that would come and and right. help them to help nurture growth in those mm. areas. And as a pastoral yeah. team, yeah. we all took this assignment to say, okay, for these eight different categories, which we'll get into, um, if somebody's struggling in the area of stewardship, what are some very practical books, videos, podcasts, yeah. blogs. blogs, could we offer our people to say, hey, take this and, and don't just assess where you are, but let's actually do something with it. Let's yeah. learn and grow. Let's become yeah. more and more oh, like Jesus. Good. It reminds yeah. me a lot of um, when you go to the doctor or you switch doctors, you know, the first thing they want to do is do a baseline workup, right? Right. And, totally. and sort of figure out like, this isn't about, you know, you don't want to suck in your gut when they measure it because you're trying to actually figure out where are you right. actually at. And you're like, can you weigh me without my clothes on? Because I weigh less, but, you know, it's like you want to figure out where you're really at so yeah. the doctor can help you. Or if you were to hire a trainer, a personal trainer, you know, they, they would hook you up to a mask and figure out what's your VO2 max. And, yep. you know, I recently got this GPS watch and it's so funny because it tells me now what my heart rate is. Before, I didn't even know. I just didn't even right. know. But now at least I know so I can at least see where I need to improve. And it sounds like, you know, like a no brainer thing. I mean, you guys first told me about this. I'm like, well, that's a no brainer. Mm -hmm. Like as a pastor, I have no, I, I have no way of getting a baseline workup other than my spidey senses, other than just what I can gauge yeah. from a coffee meeting. But a lot of times you just need more than that. I mean, that's a yeah. good segue for you guys to give us just a quick snapshot of exactly what this thing is. And mm -hmm. uh, you've mentioned it a little bit, but maybe just help people listening understand exactly what what Minometrics give give us kind of a an overview uh, of its role in fostering discipleship. Yeah. yeah, I'd say Minometrics is a digital assessment tool that empowers churches, that empowers um, Christian organizations to 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 accomplish a couple of things. The first is 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 precision in discipleship, right? And we'll we'll get into that more in a moment. But um, to provide personal resources mm -hmm. for growth. And then um, strategic clarity for leadership across the board. Yep. And I think we accomplished that by, by people doing an individual survey 
which when facilitated by a church or a Christian school, for example, mm-hmm. um, provides personal benefit on the individual level, as well as organizationally, um, cumulative metrics and Mm. cumulative data that, um, your spidey senses as a pastor, we should have that, that sense, that inclination Mm. as to where our people are and and maybe where they're struggling. This just provides some real tangible takeaways. Yeah. That, that tool is, it's an app, uh, that lives in the ether of the internet. Um, but it, that, that app takes or gives you the survey and then as you answer the questions that data goes into uh, the app which has preloaded resources to help nurture growth in areas of uh, that, that you would like to grow in and then it also sets up an email cadence so that each month you're getting like a prompt that's like hey remember you said that you wanted to grow in this and uh, here's a couple of suggestions for how you can continue to foster growth in this specific area of discipleship, mm. whether that's emotional health or, you know, uh, gospel and doctrine or, or those mm. kinds of things. What are the, the ways that you can get at that? And then also on the flip side of that, it provides uh, some prompts for you to figure out, okay, I'm, I'm not all weak. I have some strengths that God has given me too. Mm-hmm. How can I use those mm. strengths to the glory of God within the church, within my community, mm-hmm. um, within the world to, to live on mission. Okay. So that's like the individual, but then on the other side, there's an organizational side too, mm. which is all that data goes into this, this uh, portal that the, the church or organization or school can look at and they can begin to really assess where specific parts of uh, the, the body of believers or the people that they care for where they can apply effort to help them grow. Okay. So yeah, that's super helpful. So maybe, um, well, I want to get, I want to get our teeth more into like how this thing actually works and would be Mm. applied and say like, let's say Philippi, you know, which, which we plan on hopefully, um, using it 10% off. No, uh, uh, you know, maybe, maybe before we do that though, back to your story, Jeremy, about discipleship, Mm. how does metrics define a disciple. How, what, what did you guys kind of land on? Because if you're going to create a, a software or an app that has, you know, sort of metrics, yep. what are those metrics? And how you did bet. you guys decide what a disciple is? So maybe talk to that a little bit. You bet. Yeah. Uh, you know, first of all, I, I just think that it's important to understand within within the various traditions of, of the church, there's a variety of language that gets used around discipleship. Like some people prefer the the language of uh, spiritual formation. Mm-hmm. Uh, others uh, will we'll talk about Christ likeness, and they use things like the fruit of the spirit. And they, you know, everybody's kind of got their own lingo around it. Mm-hmm. But essentially, what it is uh, is growth in the likeness of Christ. To be a disciple means that you're becoming like Jesus. And of course, we would point to passages in Scripture like Romans eight, where we're told that um, that God's predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son so that there, there's this work that God is desiring to do in us to make us more like Jesus. Yeah. So our discipleship then is growth into that. So um, like at, at our church, one of the, the way that we define discipleship is that a disciple is a person who has faith in Jesus, is growing in the likeness of Jesus, and is leading others to follow Jesus. Okay. 
And and you see that I think in the Great Commission as well, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that a faithful follower of Jesus has put their trust in Him as King, and they realize that um, they're supposed to go out into the world as disciples, as representatives of Him, teaching and instructing, baptizing, and then helping others understand what mm-hmm. it means to live like they do yeah. as members of God's kingdom. Mm. Yeah, no, that's good. So that's our own church's individual totally. perspective on okay. discipleship in terms of a definition. So it's tweakable, though, for it, your own organization or whatever? Depending we on. have desired to not necessarily define what a disciple is or how you define it, mm-hmm. but we have identified eight categories that represent areas of discipleship. Yeah. So I could add like making Sam free dinner as one of those <laughs> you could. things for my church and score them, you no. know, like, no? no. Okay. <laughs> so not that customizable. <laughs> it is. It's that customizable. But Listen, I don't think you, you should scored do it. really low <laughs> in making me free dinners. Some people in our church have scored high. That's cool. I like that. So, mm-hmm. so maybe walk me through kind of how like rubber meets road now. Mm. Let's say... Uh, tomorrow, you know, I call you guys up and I'm like, Hey, look, Philippi church. Um, we want to, we want to use this tool for, 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 it sounds like there's multiple ways you can do it, whether Mm -hmm. it's just me personally sending people to, to do it or Mm -hmm. the entire church, but maybe just walk me through what that would look like to deploy something like this in a setting, like uh, a church like Philippi. Yeah. Um, well, essentially it's as simple as going to minometrics.com and then, and signing up. And from there, before you would send out the survey to your people, you could do that via email. There's a QR code that, that you could put on a slide for your specific church that would uh, allow people to scan it with their mobile device and they could take the survey based on that, that link that is private to your organization, to, mm-hmm. to your church. But once you sign up, uh, you want to go in and, and get it set up a little. Uh, you want to upload your logo so that uh, the people who you send it to, they know that the resources are coming right. from you. They've been vetted by you. Yeah. And that's where um, you want to walk through the resources that are being sent out. It, it's pretty simple. You can add your own resource if you're like, I don't like the book that they have or I don't like the video that they have. But it gives you a baseline at least. Yeah, it gives you a baseline. You start with what you guys It's pretty have. easy and pretty reliable resources. But if you have your own preferred ones, you mm-hmm. can add those in and okay. customize it. The design and intent of it was anyone from a small group to a church plant that has one dedicated pastor, maybe bivocational, but who doesn't have the time, the resources, the staff even perhaps to, uh, to devote to discipleship that you really could have a turnkey to say, Hey, you take the survey, you're going to get these resources. You're going to get monthly prompts every month to mm-hmm. encourage growth in certain areas mm-hmm. and to invest in the areas that God has already gifted you in. So it's really okay. designed for small to multi-site churches. So yeah. yeah, okay. So there's a, there's a broad variety of applications. So let's say you know, so I have quite a few guys that I'm I mentor, mm-hmm. pastor, meet with weekly, monthly. So I could send those guys to our customized Minometrics, you know, yep. app. They fill out, then I get a report. Right, that tells me kind of what they scored high and what they scored low in, in terms of areas of potential growth. Yeah, if you signed up as as Philippi, you could go in and you could look at anybody that takes the the survey from your link. Uh, they'll get their own personalized uh, results, 
and they get the resources and they get put on the email campaign that that spreads throughout the year mm -hmm. to help nurture and uh, and strengthen and leverage the, the areas of strength uh, but the back end of that is that you sort of have a warehouse of all the people in your church that have taken that and then it's all sortable you can mm. isolate it by the women in your church um, uh, and what what is the energy that needs to be put into nurturing discipleship among men from ages 18 to 30 mm. what are their particular unique okay. things okay uh, so so when i'm sitting in the staff meeting and we're trying to go what kind of bible studies do we want to be doing what yeah. kind of we can we can pull that and see what what areas as a whole in, in our church are we are we weak in or strong in right absolutely okay yeah or even on an individual basis I mean, uh, if you're, let's say I'm going into a meeting with uh, somebody that I, I only have a cursory knowledge of, or I've only just met him, mm -hmm. but he's taken the survey, survey and he's a part of our church. I can pull up his survey and I know before I go into that meeting, wow, you know, the greatest investment that I can make in John's discipleship is during our conversation to bring up this area of stewardship mm -hmm. because that's where he seems to really wrestle. Mm -hmm. Or to look at his strengths and go, man, he's got a real gift when it comes to his theological knowledge and mm -hmm. his love of the gospel. Mm -hmm. I, I wanna take that unique strength and I wanna, I wanna encourage him to use that for God's glory. So on a pastoral level, I think it's really helpful too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it seems like it, it, it allows you to be more of a specialist in the way you disciple as opposed to a generalist, right? I mean, when you go to the doctor, they hand you a clipboard and you, yep. you answer a thousand questions before you get to the doctor so that he can pinpoint the specific thing that you actually need to be treated for exactly. instead yeah. of asking you a million questions, right? Is it kind of the idea? Totally. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I think, you know, again, my, you know, when I, I think back on my own marriage experience, um, it wasn't until about year eight that I took like a personality uh, test. And then I realized, oh, holy cow, my wife and I think completely different it took from you one of that long. I was going to say it took a personality test to get you to realize that. <laughs> Jeremy, well, Jeremy, Jeremy. I had, I had a suspicion <laughs> that something was different. I hope you didn't pay too much for that test. But when, when I understood why... All of a sudden, I had this this framework by which I could understand how best to love and serve my wife, mm -hmm. and she could understand how best to love and serve me. Mm. And and this is essentially that for discipleship. It really it gives you some real practical ways to approach discipleship. Yeah, on an individual and on a church wide basis. Yeah, I could see that. That's cool. So so the, this is a pretty crowded space that you guys are 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 looking mm. to. Um, you know, there's a lot, uh, especially nowadays, like there's just a lot of apps and a lot of, um, mm -hmm. at least I think there, yeah. there is a lot of discipleship apps and, and good ones, you know, frankly, and there's mm -hmm. a lot of things out there like planning center now that have all kinds of different modules. So maybe help, help me understand a little bit what, what sets Metrics apart, what, what kind of makes you guys unique? Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that maybe you, cause clearly you guys are doing this uh, because you see a need. Yeah. Um, what is that specific need that there isn't already something out there? I feel like Shark Tank right now with this question. Like, yeah. tell me, tell Ooh. me what makes this special. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're leading. You're leading me in this question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think we have seen as we've been in this journey for for a couple of years of developing this app. Every time a new resource comes out, we look at it and go, 
this is a quality resource, mm-hmm. right? Like the, some mm-hmm. of the new books, some of the new programs, even conferences that, mm-hmm. that come up that are, have a specific focus on discipleship. And we go, that's wonderful. That's not what Minometrics does. We are not equipping. We're not supplying. This is not a discipleship program. This is a discipleship tool. Mm-hmm. This is made for leaders of local congregations, of Christian schools, of Christian organizations that say, we want to know our people and we want to know them mm-hmm. well, and we want to help mm-hmm. lead them well. So what Minometrics, I think, does and what makes us stand out is that we are attempting to measure metrics that that matter. Mm-hmm. I think we all in ministry we have budgets, right, for Philippi that mm. we follow on a monthly basis, income and expenses. Um, we need to be good stewards of those resources. Yeah. Um, we also do that with counting attendance and with number of baptisms and things that aren't inherently bad that are important in ministry, but those aren't necessarily the things that I, I think we want to be measuring, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Like what we want to be measuring is becoming more and more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's ultimately our goal. Yeah. And so Minometrics, I think, really helps facilitate and is simply yeah. a tool. Mm-hmm. If you're a brand new startup church and you're a church plant and you have very limited resources, this is something that is turnkey and man, it looks and feels as if it is coming directly from Philippi. Mm-hmm. If you're a large institution with multi-site campuses, um, and thousands of people viewing online, like this can be a great supplement to what you're already doing Mm -hmm. because not only does it provide people with hands-on resources, but it's also ongoing and gives you some real clarity into the the heart and the heartbeat of your people. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think another component to that, that that makes it uh, unique is that when I think when I hear discipleship talked about in the broader church, the metrics that are used are often focused on things like, um, do you read your Bible? Are you involved in a small group? Um, are you serving in some capacity? And those are all great things, but mm-hmm. but you can do all of those things and not be growing in the likeness of Jesus whatsoever. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I, you probably know people that are involved in those things and they're not changing, they're not growing. So the the questions that we ask, the survey that we've put together and the resources are really aimed at the heart of, of okay, the, the, not just do you read your Bible, uh, but are you able to defend its claims? Mm. How reliant are mm. you upon the gospel? Or when it comes to the category of emotional health, we ask uh, really, I I think, important questions like, are you able to be fully present to the relationships in your life without being distracted? Um, I'm sorry, could you say that again? I was was not listening. Yeah, uh, exactly. (laughs) I scored really low in that area. I I think we've got a survey for you. yeah, and I, you know, I, I think those kinds of questions, they, they get, it moves us away from just the outward expression mm-hmm. to like at the heart level, am, am I desirous of growing in the nature and character of Jesus? Do I want God to change me at the deepest places yeah. of my heart? And I think that's a unique offering. Yeah, that's good. 
Yeah. Yeah. And it gives, it gives people even a window into their own, right? Because it's not just for the discipler or the pastor, like they get, I would imagine, actually, I, I took the survey. I remember mm-hmm. I, I took the, the survey, but I took the, you know, it, it, I remember getting to see for myself, right? The results. Mm-hmm. And so that I can even get a window into my own kind yeah. of maybe areas of, of opportunities for growth. Um, yeah. And you know, these are things that are, you know, going back to marriage, these are things that are always in flux mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Like in one season, I might be really killing it and being a good steward. And then in the next season, because I'm distracted or I'm overworking or whatever else, the disciplines that have helped me to be strong in those ways fall into disrepair. And having an honest assessment becomes a checkpoint by which you can you can say on an annual basis, hey, um, I, I think I need to apply some energy here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's some things in my life that I'm not caring for. Yeah. And I think it, one other differentiation is that our our hope and our intent it was to make this offering a a white label for mm-hmm. churches yep where and what i mean by that is is that it's your logo that shows up on the individualized reports it's philippi's name that is on the email mm-hmm. um, email cadence the reports can come in your church's colors and font family and all those types of things, for lack of a better word, just branding, mm-hmm. because what the desire and the intent is not to promote Mina and make mm-hmm. much of Mina. The desire is for personal growth mm-hmm. and discipleship to happen. Yeah. And that happens in relationship. And that happens mm-hmm. at the local church level, yeah. not so far removed. So yes, we are a digital assessment tool, but the heart and the hope is not that people will be like, oh, I've grown so much because of Mina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hope is that the personalized emails that come directly from Philippi and say Philippi Church grants pass in the the subject line with your logo and your team's name at the bottom is explicitly stating like we care for you and we desire to see you learn and yeah. grow. And yeah, I think that cool. level of customization um, in terms of resources, in terms of asking additional questions, if, mm-hmm. if we don't cover every question that you want answered or category, mm-hmm. Um, and email cadence, those are all yeah, things even, that are specific. We've even thought about like with schools, uh, you know, let, let's say you're Pacific Bible College and you want uh, your incoming students to, to take the survey. Uh, as the resource, you can provide courses that they can take within the school that will help nurture those areas of discipleship. So you can help them form a, an education track uh, that nurtures these areas of growth that they, they'd like to pursue and grow in the likeness of Jesus. Same thing for a church. A church can say, hey, we've got this seminar coming up. Um, you scored this on your survey. Uh, this, this makes you a really good candidate to be a part of this. And uh, we'd love to encourage you to, to be a part of that. So you can get really granular. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I could see it being applied in so many ways. Maybe give me uh, a little bit of uh, a story or an anecdote of kind of where you guys have seen this already kind of maybe used or, or being effective. I know it's just getting going, but um, I'm sure at Heritage, even maybe you guys have already seen, you know, but yeah, we've been, we've been using this as a strategy within our church for about two years. And I, I can tell you some really specific ways that that the culture is shifting and turning within our church. It's really 
it's fun to watch. It's fun to see mm-hmm. because our, our, when we plan for the year for our sermons um, and what book we're going to teach out of, we're an expositional church. We teach chapter by chapter, verse by verse through a whole book of the Bible. Uh, those decisions are largely informed by what we recognize as needs with actual needs within the actual people that we have within our church. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to that, you know, I've been able to send out reports to uh, my small group leaders. I'm also the head over men's ministry. And so I had Aaron run a report for me for men's ministry. And I, now I've got like real data for our, all of the men in our church to go, oh man, I, I thought that what they really needed was more theology. But what is actually going on under the surface is that our guys are hurting when it comes to emotional health. Yeah. And they need some nurturing mm-hmm. in that. And I'm, I, as a shepherd, I'm going to need to apply some energy there. So uh, we've seen the culture shift in our church in a really, mm. really awesome way towards actually helping people, not just guessing. And and strategically, from a leadership perspective, mm-hmm. we've we've taken a look at internally the areas of our church that that are deficiencies, mm-hmm. um, and we've actually decided to implement some of our strategies towards hiring mm-hmm. that are specifically addressing some of our our lowest areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and so whether it be next hires, whether it's uh, allocating money in the budget at budget time, yep. um, those types of things are things that we've we've made significant shifts and yeah. yep. movement because of the data that's come out of, mm-hmm. of the surveys. And I think that's that's just that's good stewardship, mm-hmm. but that's having tangible information because yeah. we, we all like value based decisions. We like having information to mm-hmm. help make decisions to the best of our ability. Yeah. And it really, it really That's helps. So good, that you guys. I, something you said that really resonates with me uh, earlier is that the, the broad categories that we end up looking at for, you know, metricing success, budgets, the three Bs. You know, the butts in the seat, the buildings in the in the budgets. You know, <laughs> that, that churches yeah. so often fall into the trap of of oh well we're growing so we must be healthy or you know the the finances are good so we must be healthy mm-hmm. and and in reality those are just they can be false metrics because they're looking at the wrong things and and it is hard. Um, you know, right now, by God's grace, as, as a church, like we are, we're growing, and there's more people coming, and we're having mm-hmm. to make constant decisions. Like, do we hire more people? Do we get a different space? Do we add this? Do we take away that? And it, it's hard to make decisions yeah. when you don't have much to look at other than your feelings and totally. and what you see. You know, so yeah, a lot of people are coming. That doesn't necessarily mean that we should go to two services. And totally. you know, it's like we don't know. And so, so this kind of thing, I think, it just as you guys have already said, it gives you a window into understanding the people that you're actually ministering to. I mean, the, to, to know what decisions should be made. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I can remember, you know, in the not too distant past, we, we'd have the annual debate of like, okay, what teaching series should we do? Mm-hmm. And the conversation would go something like this. It'd be like, uh, well, I know like there's like five marriages that are really on the rocks right now. Like maybe we should do a teaching on marriage. Well, okay, but when is there not five marriages? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Or boy, we're really struggling uh, budget. We're we're underperforming yeah. in income. Maybe we should have a, oh, a, a generosity stewardship push. generosity talk. <laughs> Time yeah. to teach through yeah. Nehemiah. Yeah. <laughs> Build the wall. <laughs> Sorry. But now, man, actually when it comes to making those decisions, we can go into them with a high measure of of confidence that we're actually applying energy and effort mm. in areas that, that matter in helping people grow mm-hmm. in the likeness of Jesus. That's great. 
So one of the things I'm just thinking about right now is for the people listening to this, um, they may not be pastors. Yeah. They may just be, you know, people coming to church that, that serve in different areas. Um, but they obviously have just, they have equal market share in the gospel, in the great commissions. Like we all do, right? Yeah. Every believer is called to make disciples. So what mm-hmm. could this, how could this, um, this tool be applied, not just for pastors or church leaders, but for anybody sitting, uh, maybe, maybe give me a snapshot of what that could look like. Yeah. Yeah. I think on an individual basis, somebody can come to mindometrics.com and right there on the homepage is take the free survey. Mm-hmm. There's no gimmicks. There's no, you know, hidden fees, that sort of thing. You do have to provide your email address and that's explicitly for the, the purpose of getting monthly emails, which you can opt out of if you want to. Um, but that's, that's a, that's a direct benefit. And mm-hmm. so the, the, the survey results that that individual will receive will be resources that are, have been hand selected by Jeremy and myself yep. through Mind and Metrics. Um, the monthly email cadence will be coming directly from us with the resources and the the content, the the prompts that that we desire, um, which is slightly different than what a organization if they subscribe to. Um, uh, our scrip- subscription plan is slightly different mm-hmm. than that, but on an individual basis, they're going to get all of the same resources and benefit. Yep. The real benefit from the organizational level is the accumulation of all of that data, right? Um, and being okay. able to customize it to yeah. be personal from mm-hmm. your. So there's church. so there's really two ways, um, at least, that you can come at it. One is, I mean, let's say you're watching this and you're 60 and you want to mentor young men and you can, mm-hmm. you can take the young guy that's asking you to mentor him and say, Hey, get, go to Manometrics, take this and show me your results totally. and we'll yeah. work through this material together. But then there's also the organizational side of it, right? Where the whole church can, yep. can all take. So, so those are, those are the two main ways really that it can yeah, be accessible. I, kind of piggyback on that too. One of the things that we, we built into it because we recognize, you know, discipleship doesn't happen in a vacuum by reading a book or watching a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Right, it happens when your life intersects with the life of another believer, and right. the Holy Spirit begins to shape you mm-hmm. through that interaction. So, uh, anybody who takes the free survey can also assign an accountability partner. It could be your Bible study pastor. Um, it could be your your pa- the pastor of your church or a mentor that you trust, spouse, a friend, a spouse, a friend, and you you send your report to them. And then the goal is to have some conversations about how to actually get some some wheels turning on on growth because at the end of the day you know aaron and i we're pastors we love people in the body of christ we want to see them grow and uh we we want to help people mature and so our heart is for people to grow at the organizational level because we're pastors we love the church mm-hmm. and uh if this is a tool that can be helpful to churches and in, in getting some traction on discipleship within their community, yeah. man, our hope is that it just really, really blesses them. Yeah, I can see it. I really can. And, and I'm excited to, to see it put to work here, you know, in mm. this this body, in this context. And uh, I think it's going to be a game changer uh, for, for a lot of different... I mean, I, I, I've been, you know, tomorrow morning, we're going to, here at the church, we're going to host the Church of the Valley Breakfast, which is, you know, pastors and nonprofit leaders. And I mean, I'm seeing, I'm seeing uh, people come that are running Christian schools and are running nonprofit organizations that this, this could probably benefit them, Mm. you know, as well. Um, So I I can see it. Any, any just kind of final things that that maybe we missed that you guys wanted to talk about or summarize before? Do you want to touch on the the eight categories just to give kind of the file folders that we... Yeah. 
So, uh, you know, I think one of our, our major convictions is that um, Jesus in the Gospels, he is, he's, he grabs his disciples and he pulls them along in, the, in this journey with him. And he is modeling for us how disciples are made. Um, the actions that he is doing and the lessons that he's teaching to those men are things that they are supposed to then take and transfer and teach to others. And so the eight categories that we have are based upon things that Jesus both modeled and taught as, as essential markers for discipleship. So to hit just a, a couple of them, the first one probably would be uh, kingdom stewardship. And that is where you see your time, talent, and treasure through the lens of uh, something that God has entrusted to you to be stewarded for his glory. So seeing your life through that lens, that's what we're measuring within that category. Uh, the next one would be authentic relationships. Um, you know, when we think about authentic relationships, where Jesus says in the Gospels, uh, you know, that all of the commandments are fulfilled in really two things, loving God and loving people. Mm -hmm. uh, that tells us an essential component of our discipleship then is to grow in the depth of sharing and relationship with God and friendship with God and then also with one another. That has to be something that we somehow measure as uh, as disciples and begin to quantify like how much am I like Jesus in this? How much am I actually growing like him? So we have kingdom stewardship, we have uh, authentic uh, relationships, uh, authentic worship. I think of uh, uh, John uh, four, the woman at the well and uh, where, where she's asking Jesus, hey, you guys worship in this way, or we worship in this way on the mountain. You, you Jewish people jer worship in, in mm -hmm. Jerusalem. Which one's better? And he's like, it's not a place. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's yeah, a person, truth. and it's a way. Mm -hmm. the, the way that you come to God is in spirit and in truth. And so authenticity in worship is, is essential. Uh, that's something we should be measuring. So each of our categories really revolve around things that Jesus taught and exemplified, uh, and and that's that's what we're aiming at. Yeah, yeah. And even even the name Minometrics um, alludes to the parable of the ten minus. Mm -hmm. um, oh, I thought it was just for people under the age of twenty-one or eighteen. <laughs> I guess it's not. I I am not minor metrics. Oh, well, not minor metrics. <laughs> no. Oh, yes, minor yes. being stewards. Okay, of I'm both sorry. The people, the the talents, the treasures that that God has places under our care. Yeah. Um, how do we how do we steward that to the best of our ability? Right. Um, because ultimately, our desire is for people to become more and more like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To facilitate that. And honestly, to start tracking metrics yep. that actually matter to the kingdom. It's good. Yep. Um, it's good. Well, we'll put your link um, to to the Mina Metrics website in this this video and in the podcast. And uh, um, if anybody has questions for you guys, um, can I you know put an email in there you know uh, yeah, as absolutely. well so people yeah. can reach out to yeah. you guys and have questions. And definitely, we'll uh, be yeah. Some there's a lot of lot of organizations I can think of that that would benefit from from this. So awesome. let me pray. Thank you. Uh, Father, you you did give us this great commission to go make disciples mm -hmm. of all nations, Lord, um, to teach them, God, uh, to 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 instruct them in all the things Jesus that you taught, 
And uh, I'm just so thankful um, that, uh, God, you have laid it upon these men's heart by the Spirit um, to create tools that will be helpful um, in doing this work of discipleship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God, uh, discipleship starts with with even discipling ourselves. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and so, Father, I just pray that this would be a fruitful um, opportunity for so many to grow in their faith. That's all that we care about. God, yes. we want to see people um, grow deeper in their trust and their belief and their faith in you, Jesus. We want to see them become like you, uh, think like you, uh, and, and uh, to really fulfill uh, that that mission that you've given us. So God, we just pray for these guys and this endeavor that they've set out on, Lord. We pray um, just favor and blessing, Lord, over it, and we pray it would get into the hands of the right organizations, the right churches, the right leaders, and the right individuals, God, that you would bring much growth and fruit through it and uh, lead these guys uh, in these beginning stages of, of just developing this too, Lord, and as they're ready to just let it, let it go uh, and, and see you begin to use it, Father. We just pray that you would lead and guide them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, gentlemen. Thank you, All right. Thank you guys for being on. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate it.